Hello there. I am Keisha Lattimore Lovett, and I'm joined with my co-host, Stephanie Williams. We are missionaries here at New Philadelphia Ministries, and we are excited to be back with you. We call our chats affectionately sister chat, but really, it's welcome. It's open for all of our viewers, all of you at home, all of you listening, to just come in kind of eavesdrop on our struggles, our victories, our challenges, our hilarious little anecdotes. <laughs> we have a great time going before the Lord and learning from his wisdom, and we hope that you enjoy doing the same. Welcome. Amen. Amen. So Amen. we are fresh out of VBS, and it was as it always is, just such a high and a a transformational time for us. And one of the reasons why it's so transformational is because it is the time when I feel like we put mission at the forefront. And it should always be that way, but it's the time when um, I feel like as a ministry, we uh, collectively kind of come together for Uh, this purpose and this goal. And I've had some time to kind of reflect, kind of do our SWOT analysis, our strengths and our weaknesses and what opportunities we've had. And um, as I've been kind of going through, uh, I've had a couple scriptures that the Lord gave me um, to kind of talk through to see, you know, all of the, the fullness of what it is that we've kind of just gone through. Um, Pastor in his 11 o'clock on Sunday went through Ephesians chapter six, verse four. And I kind of want to read that because from that, we got some key words that I think will help us in our conversation. Ephesians chapter six, verse four reads, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. So what we're going to kind of talk about um, is that discipline, instruction, and being in the Lord and how this works, not just for parents, literal fathers, but also in the context of leaders in ministry. Uh, So let us go before the Lord and get started. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity to just be able to be corrected, Father God, to know that I am a son and that you can discipline and correct um, as you see fit. I thank you that that is a sign that we belong to you. So, Father, we don't fear correction, but we embrace it and we thank you for the lessons that come from it. We just thank you that your yoke is easy and your burden is light and that anytime we are tempted to be discouraged, that you constantly remind us that you are with us and that you give us and equip us with everything we need that pertains to this life and how to lead a godly one. So we thank you for that, that constant presence you are. Might we encourage those that are listening and tuning in that it's never too late to put your hand to the plow because the kingdom of God is at hand. So we thank you for this and all things in Jesus name. Jesus name. Amen. 
So, Stephanie, you were a, you had a front row seat. You were on the front lines, I like to say, this year. (laughs) (laughs) She was supposed to be third string, (laughs) but she made her way to... Put me in, coach. Put I'm me ready to coach. play. Yes, and we did, in fact. Um, but what were some of the things that you got to see or that you were involved with this year? Well, I got to um, teach worship. Um, and I was so fortunate that I got to um, have the kids or the rotation after they went through Bible story. And so it was such a learning for me to be able to then take what they had learned in Bible, help them to, you know, recite it so that they could commit it, you know, to heart and then apply it to worship. Mm -hmm. Um, and it just made for a week of prayer as to how would I connect the dots and just a week of just, um, engaging with the children and getting to, you know, um, know them more. And, 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 and it was just, uh, it was fun. It, you know, I, I have one of my highlights is I think this was on day four Mm -hmm. and the, I, it was the last rotation of the night because there were like five rotations or whatnot. I know we over and <laughs> we really worked. Y'all it was issues. great though. It was great. It was great. But on day, f- I think it was day four, oh. and um, by that last rotation, I went <laughs> as the last class was coming in, and the young man said, one of the the kids said to me, he said, "Don't give up on us now." And I said, "I would never give up on you," but it was just so cute. And to uh, just um, see how they even grew throughout the week and opened up more throughout the week was great as well. Awesome. Awesome. So, I mean, as always, you know, I kind of go through this roller coaster of emotions (laughs) talking about VBS because on the one hand, we're living on mission without having to go internationally. Mm -hmm. We're having this opportunity to really uh, engage directly in a very purposeful way uh, with the community and with lostness. But at the same time, I feel like there's always this twinge at (laughs) the reflection piece because we see what we ought to be doing and how life could be (laughs) if we had this mindset uh, all the time as Mm -hmm. we're in the grocery store, as we're uh, dropping off dry cleaning, doing whatever. And so um, this year was no different where I kind of felt that, but I was like, my prayer has changed slightly because whereas before, I think um, it was like, oh, you know, what I could do differently. This time, um, the Lord kind of showed me where we have these opportunities to train other people. And so going back to that scripture where we talk about instruction and discipline, we really have to differentiate these words so that we can kind of get um clarity on how it is that we disciple others and pull them into this engaging process of of being on mission. Um, So when I think about teaching, I think about how we can sit in any sanctuary and, you know, hear the word. But when we talk about training, Mm -hmm. it becomes now this active and, um, participatory like process of really 
modeling for someone what it is to do ministry. Mm -hmm. So we're not just talking about it, but now we're being about it. Okay. So to be clear, teaching and training are two different things. Mm, Totally. Yes. Totally different. Okay. Yes. Very good. And we've got to engage more in the training because I feel like teaching wise, where I'm not sliding the importance of it, but teaching wise, we see it, we, we hear it. But training, it's like you you get to become it. You mm-hmm. do it. You, do you it. are a part of it. So um, making that clear to not only our children, but to people who are watching in ministry that it's okay to, um, you know, be a regular attender and, and, and to want to, you know, every time the doors are open, hey, I want to be there. That's great. But at some point, Mm -hmm. (laughs) as Pastor says, you have to come out of those stands and get on the the, the playing field. Well, and I think that's where we have to switch our mindset and not so much that, you know, the teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, He's gifted this ministry with a lot of teachers. And we all engage and we do, but then the training portion of it, and I know you and I get a chuckle about the whole, I do, you do, <laughs> I do, you watch, and we never can remember all of the different steps right. in it. Or And then because at some point it's you do, I watch, and then you do, and, and, and you know, now you're on your own right. and you're able to, we at that point have then multiplied. Right. Um, We never get the steps right. And I I do believe, Kay, when once we get the 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 play right, as we say at work, once we get the play right, then we can, you know, get to where we're actually doing it. And so there's the the being and then the doing. And and it takes me back again to our last podcast with um, in Genesis chapter one, twenty eight, where God says to uh be fruitful first he blesses right. us to be able to do it but then he says be fruitful and then multiply right? right so he gives us the be and then the go be fruitful then multiply fill subdue have dominion right but their first part of it is be and then do um so if we could uh you know we we have the being down right mm-hmm. with the teaching we know the play right right we've got a you know then take the play and then make sure that we work it the way it's supposed to be worked. So we're all great teachers. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of teaching. But now how do we then go and train that part? And, you know, when we get the order wrong, when we try to do without the B, it sounds a little like this. This is a quote from uh, a book that has been uh, charged to some of the leaders or all the leaders here at New Philadelphia Future Church And uh, I always reference it when I'm feeling like, you know, Lord, I need another refresher on getting my missional mindset. But it says, when we are doing and not really being, the Great Commission sounds like this. Go into the world and make more worship attenders. Mm. Baptize them in the name of small groups and teach them to volunteer a few hours a month. Now, there's no power in that because what we get is a bunch of folk sitting in pews waiting on pastors and those with the titles to do the work of the ministry. And that is not at all what that is charging us with. And what encourages me is that um, 
the book talks about these two bookends that, you know, we know that scripture, we should, but do we know before that, that it promises in Matthew 28, 18, that all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to Jesus Christ, that not only does he have the right to tell us to do the Great Commission, but he has the authority to do it himself if he so cared. But he chooses out of loving kindness to allow us to be participants, to allow us to share in the joy of spreading the gospel to his people. And not only that, but at the end of the Great Commission, he promises that Surely I am with you always to the end of the age. So we have everything we need and we have who we need who can stand before us. And we have to remember that we get so um, fearful of what are they going to say. Mm-hmm. If I if I open my mouth and I, and I speak about the good news, these people don't know me. You know, I'm in the grocery line or I'm in, you know, These people are going to think I'm weird. They're going to think, you know, um, and so then we, we back off, right. Or we say, even when the Holy spirit is giving us that unction to say something and we don't, and you know how many times we've heard, um, when, um, we do or are obedient and we say something and someone says, you don't know how I needed to hear that. Yeah. You don't know how perfect time uh, perfect of a timing that was and so if we know that already why are we you know hesitant and we take um our our our, what then becomes an event like vbs yeah and we go do with all of our might right with all of our strength we're out there and we're doing and we're enjoying it and then after vbs happens then we don't take that into the rest of our daily lives right having those gospel conversations on a daily basis um we just stop there it's almost like as um as uh fishermen we've gone out and we've caught and Mm -hmm. then we we're not gonna go fish for another year come on we gonna be hungry (laughs) Mm-mm. So it's like, okay, we got to do there's there God God intended for there to be more. Um and what was it? Um advance the kingdom, I think you said. Yes. Um, that we have to move, go forward because if we are stagnant, if we stay in the same place, that is the same as retreating because The enemy is always (laughs) advancing his agenda. Mm -hmm. And for us not to means we are settling and leaving ground Mm -hmm. unprotected. It reminds me, and I know we always try to uh, find a a, a biblical illustration or a practical illustration or both, uh, but David and Goliath. And where the Philistines and the giant, he's, you know, Goliath is, you know, talking all of his smack (laughs) and the Israelites are, you know, cowering, you know, in the (laughs) woods, they're like, I don't know about this. I don't know. You know, and they're just kind of, they're, they're not, they're not necessarily running back, not all of them anyway, but you know, but they aren't moving forward. Right. And then David comes along and he's like, what are y'all doing? Like, y'all are going to let him talk about our God like this. Mm -hmm. Like, not the God that I know, the God that saved me from, you know, the, the, the bear that, that, that uh, allowed me to defeat the lion. Not, it, that's the God I serve. 
mm-hmm. and we're not going to let him talk about it. And he went forward. And I think for us, sometimes, you know, we are happy with this battle one. We are happy with this catch, but we aren't moving forward. We're not advancing. And therefore, like you said, if we're not advancing, then the enemy is gaining territory. There you go. Because Goliath wasn't going to back down. He was going to keep Mm-mm. That was licensed for him to talk more smack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one particular scripture that I thought would be a great backdrop to have this conversation uh, is Matthew 14. Matthew 14. At uh, verse 13. I am there. And it's talking about when Jesus and the disciples are about to feed the 5,000. So it says, Jesus heard, when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to a desolate place by himself. But when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the town. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. Now, When it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a desolate place, and the day is now over. Send the crowds away to go into the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, They need not go away. You give them something to eat. They said to him, We only have five loaves here and two fish. And he said, Well, bring them to me. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass and, t- and took the five loaves and two fish. He looked up to heaven and said, and blessed them, sorry. Then he broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. And they all ate and were satisfied. And they took up 12 baskets full of the broken pieces left over. And those who ate were about 5,000 besides men, I'm sorry, besides women and children. I love that scripture because as I read it now, I remember because you always hear the title or the pericope, as they say, Jesus feeds the Mm 5,000. That's 5,000 besides the women and children. Mm -hmm. That's a big besides. That's a big besides. (laughs) And so we always focus on that 5,000, but it is a no besides the women and children. So the abundance of or the enormity of what Jesus did um, all that always just uh, um, amazes me. And he tells us he can do exceedingly and abundantly above what we ask or think, right. right? According to the power that worketh in us. And um, um, we don't rest on that. And we just, you know, I, and I think that's why we, we shy away from everyday mission, everyday ministry, yeah. because we are, we are going in our own might and in our own right. And it's not by our might or our power, but by the spirit of the Lord. Right. Yeah. And so we, um, we don't, we, we, we get afraid or timid or, um, and we won't move forward when, even when the Holy spirit is saying, say something to that person or, you know, do this or do that. Right. Um, and so we wait for these events every year and that's not, you know, how God intended us to be. Right. Because at the beginning of this, we see that, you know, it starts with good intention. It says he had compassion on them. And I feel like we have great compassion for our community. We see needs that we want to meet and we think, okay, we got to find a way to meet it. We want to feed all these kids after school or we want to tutor them or we want to house these women that don't have places to go. And that's awesome. But 
what Jesus does in this scenario is he not only has compassion on those who need it, he's showing those who are attempting to meet this need how to do that. So he's being strategic about how he goes about his compassion ministry, Mm -hmm. realizing that it's not just about the good deed in this situation. It's about how do we show those that are in the pipeline that are coming to lead after Jesus will go away, that this is how not only you, you know, be a conduit, but how you show other people that are going to, that you're going to have to train. Um, and, and he, he was so explicit and intimate with them and being participants in this miracle that, you know, it says he showed them how he took the bread and he blessed it and then he broke it and he gave it to them to then in turn mm-hmm. give out so to the he people. included them in yes. it. And again, it goes back to the, you know, I do, you watch, you know, and then getting to a point to where you do, I watch, and then you're able to then go and do. And I, and it leads us into an, another uh, biblical illustration of when Peter um, and John mm-hmm. were out and they, and they said, to the, the man, silver and gold have I none, but what I do have. So they recognize at that point to here, here I am again in right. my physical, in my natural, I don't have what you're, you know, asking me for, or, and I don't have what, um, looks like we lost a camera. Let's see if we can go back. Okay. I don't have, um, you know, what, um, you know, what we think we need in right. the physical, but what I do have, right, enough. is enough. And it's more than enough. And then to be able to, to, to proceed and do it and not hesitate going, well, we don't have any, I don't have anything to give you. Oh my goodness. Or whatnot. But what going forward and saying what I do have is Come what on. you actually need. Um, and so I think that was the, the further demonstration as Peter um, and John, as the disciples learned yeah. and understood more than being able to go in, in, in the power that was given to in the authority that was given to them and then do come on what a great encouragement that we can start as the onlooking disciples but we can end like the peter and the john it being you know they were alone and they they were able to do you know what would jesus do they did um with this there were several like little measures little temperature takers i like to call them statements that ask us are we being missional minded or are we maintaining maintenance minded Mm. that's when you're going about the status quo you're just trying to keep doing what we've been doing Uh, I'm I'm gonna keep the company line you asked me to do this I'm gonna do it Mm. 20 years and still you still gonna find me doing yikes (laughs) yeah 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 that's 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 okay I, I mean let's let's just see how how we fare reading these okay missional discerns and discovers maintenance a maintenance mindset discusses and debates discerns and discovers discusses and debates where do you want to be found <laughs> so that discerning and then discovering there's that's two different things so you're mm-hmm. you're 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 listening to hear from god and 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 wanting to hear what god has yes, to say come on, on. teach and me how to test discern what is good what and is what is good. evil come on right and and then you're discovering so you you've moved on versus um the what was it the um 
discussing, discussing and debating. Because debating. Mm-hmm. discussing and debating, you never move past any of that, right? Th- there's no action after that. Come on. Whereas discovering, now we're moving beyond that. And you know who likes to debate and discuss? People with opinions and preferences Ooh. and entitled mm. entitlements who think that their preferences trump God's purposes. Mm. And here we go. Let's keep Stepping going. On toes. Missional talks and listens to the Lord. Maintenance talks and listens to one another. Do you want to mm. hear from the creator? Or do you want to hear and talk with the created? That can't do anything to impact the situation. Not on their own anyway. Missional believes the Lord knows what to do. Maintenance believes the Lord needs to be told what to do. Ouch. All right. So the visual I have with this, (laughs) the visual I have with this is because, you know, you see the bumper stickers that say God is my co-pilot, right? Well, first of all, we're we already aren't supposed to be up in the coal pot. We're not even supposed to be up in the cockpit. But since we placed ourselves there, not only are we in the cockpit, in the co-pilot seat, we are like, you know, trying to like scooch in on God and be like, let me just do this. You sit over there and let me do this. I'm going to get in the pilot seat. It reminds me of that. Um, there's a comedian. He's like, I'm just going to scooch in right here. And he gets right in between or whatever. I'm going to just scooch. Excuse me. I'm just going to scooch in right here. And now we're in the, the pilot seat and we have no business there. So we recognizing that uh, and believe in God. And um, that what that what he knows is best and what he he says is best and what he's having us to do is best. I was reading a scripture um, right before I came. I was just God said, turn TV off, turn radio off, turn, turn, you know, even if it's worship music, Mm -hmm. but just turn it off for a minute and just talk to me. Let's let's talk. And so I did. I said, okay, And I turned everything off. and, And then he began to 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 really, you know, just minister to me through scripture um but just um not um pardon me um he's like you have to trust me let me see if i can find it really quick because he said the scripture said write it down and he said come on so let me see if i have it where Y'all, my notes are everywhere, but maybe where this bookmark is, I don't think so. But um, let me see. I have it. I have it. I have it. It was so good. It's in Revelation. Um, Y'all going to see all my little notes up here. But, (laughs) hey, this is how y'all know I don't just be coming up here. That Um, part. Y'all just know I just really. Oh, I think I found it. Okay. It is Revelation 21, 4 and 5, and it says um, he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and uh, death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning nor crying nor pain anymore for the former things have passed away. And then it says, and he who was seated on the throne said, behold, I am making all things new. Also, he said, and this is the part, um, write this down for these words are trustworthy and true. And I, I hung on these words are trustworthy and true because we. We 
some we don't believe that what God says to us or that we can trust God. And so that's why we try to get in the pilot seat. Mm. Um and um and in doing so we read that that thing again. It says the missional does what? Right. Missional believes the Lord knows what to do. And maintenance, maintenance believes the Lord needs to be told, told what, what to, do. to do. So then our prayers are like, Lord, I need you to do X, Y, Z. And God's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. You can trust what I say. You can trust that I know the right thing to do. You, you can trust that what I what I say to do is best. He says these words are trustworthy and true. True. And if he's telling us there will be no more crying, he will wipe away every tear from our eyes and that he is doing a new thing. We can believe these things, but we, we are so busy trying to um, maintain what we Mm -hmm. think is our control. And we don't really control, we don't control anything. And if we would allow him, who is the finisher and the author of our faith, who knows the plans that he has for us, if we allow him to lead and guide, um, then we would be in his perfect will. We would remain on mission and not maintaining. You helping the people, your prayer life, maybe this could be something that will take it to the next level. I heard... Stop telling the Lord what to do and start listening and discovering and discerning mm. what is good and what is evil. Okay, a couple more of these, y'all. I know they're rough. Missional believes the Lord needs nothing to do something. Maintenance believes there is not enough money. Who would have thought we'd have enough bikes to give just about every kid wanted one, a bike. That was amazing. And, and, and we really don't know how far that reached, how far, what, what the Lord did that made such an impact. And Kay, I'll tell you, it really actually allowed me to be able to connect the dots even further with worship because mm-hmm. I, you know, I had, like I said, I prayed all week long every day. I'm like, okay, Lord, well, you've got me where instead of being third string, I'm actually the teacher. So <laughs> now how do I, you know, connect the dots so they understand what worship is and, and, and why do we worship and getting to go through those lessons every day, you know, Jesus is trustworthy. Jesus is faithful. Jesus, you know, is for everyone. Um, Jesus forgives and being able to go through and all, I might've just added Jesus is faithful. I can't remember if that was one or not, trustworthy, but trustworthy, worth following, worth following yep, those, you know, that, I was so that. excited and my, my lessons were my, my little packet was my Bible. So I was just like, where's my, I left my packet one day. I was like, I left my packet. But anyway, I digress. Anyway, um, so you guys give out the bikes at the end of it, right? And two of the kids that had been in, you know, one of my um, rotations, I came up to them afterwards and I said, hey, you guys got a bike. Did you guys enjoy it? La, la, la. And they were so excited about their bike. And they said, yes, because we had to move and we had to leave our bikes where we where they were we couldn't bring them with us and so they were super excited to get bikes and then I was able to at that point say okay so now what do we say and they were like thank you God and you know just excited and 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 giving praise and it was an opportunity to that was part of that training to then be able to have them demonstrate what they had been learning throughout the week right but if we um 
if we don't continue that training and we just leave it at the teaching and never connect the dots and don't continue to do that throughout the year, then we don't, we, we miss so many people. We miss. That's right. <sighs> Last one, y'all. Missional focuses on what we have. Maintenance focuses on what we lack. Actually, I'm looking at, well, Say that one more time. Missional focuses on what we have. Maintenance focuses on what Ooh, we lack. I think, did we talk about this before? How no, that's Eve, why I was reading like, wait a minute now. That just brought up. Let's, let's, let me just carry on over. I just want to <laughs> look at something because if I'm not mistaken, that was how um, the mm-hmm. enemy got out. Yep, yep, he, yep. he got Eve focusing on what she didn't have versus what she had. There you go. And thereby, you know, wanting to eat from this one tree, not realizing all of the other that she, she was had. scheming to get something she already but she was, had. And it was only because it shifted her focus on what she lacked. That part. It shifted her focus. And he said, you won't surely die. Come on. The disciples said, all we got are these five little. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. And that's all they needed. That was all they needed to participate Mm -hmm. in a miracle that would not only feed the people who were in need of compassion, but transform the mindsets of those who were in a position to facilitate that. So, I'm seeing that, yes, it feels good to do good, to feed those that needed to be fed. But think about how the greater impact, the exponential impact of transforming the mindset of those leaders who would go on to carry the Great Commission and carry not only the Great Commission, but disciples disciple making disciples like mm-hmm. other people who would go on to carry the great commission were represented in in that in that 12 mm-hmm. and so we see that having the experience and that's what i think was just so amazing about having these thoughts and these reflections is that in order to do vbs it takes a lot of different moving parts we need media we need praise and worship we need the ushers we need the greeters we need security we need uh the 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 sunday school team we need all of these people to be active participants not because we need bodies to fill a spot but because we need participants to be hands-on eyewitnesses but hands-on participants at what could be possible when we say Jesus, have your way. Mm-hmm. We are yielded. We are surrendered to you. We want you to have control. We want you to do what it is that you want to do in this space, in this place, in these children's lives. And that that mindset, that approach to VBS is what grows us from maybe seeing two or three, you know, little ones come and join Sunday school to a community. Mm-hmm. now ripe for the gospel and taking that into every day and not just leaving it for one um week out of the year because i'll tell you that week flew by mm-hmm. 
And so now do we, you know, wait another 52 weeks in order to do that again? Um, How many people are we not having the opportunity to impact or not ceasing the opportunity to impact because we're not doing that on a day-to-day basis and having a missional mindset, having, um, you know, that discerning um, and wanting to hear from the Lord and in, in what he would have you to do. There were so many of those uh, those points um, in what you just read in that book. I'm going to have to go back to my book now and, and, and refresh myself. But, you know, the um, maintaining versus being missional and focusing on what we lack. And, and I told you all I, I was going to the scripture in Genesis, but um, Genesis chapter 3, of course, you know, um, where it's the serpent tempting Eve, but she focused on what she did not have. And mm-hmm. oftentimes we focus on what we do not have and we don't think we have enough um, to be able to to give to someone or to minister to someone or to witness to someone. And we have all that we, what we have to recognize, and I think this is what Peter and John recognize, is all that we do have is all that we need. Amen. Um, and thereby being able to allow the spirit to, to, to bless someone, to reveal itself to someone to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but all we have is all we need. If we keep the mindset that because we have Jesus, because we are restored back to God, we have everything that we need. And if we love like we say we love, because, of course, the great commandment, you know, we talk about the great commission and the great commandment. But the great commandment tells us to love God, but also to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Right. So if we love like God says to love, then why aren't we sharing the good news with more people? Why aren't we remaining missional um, throughout the year instead of waiting for these events through, you know, the year. So not just, we, we focus on VBS because we just went through VBS, but right. then, you know, we do have another event coming up and then um, we'll have, you know, maybe um, a revival in, you know, September. Then you have, you have these events, right? but that God is not saying, okay, put on your calendar, <laughs> Mark your calendars for X, Y, Z, because then we're going to do and I want right. you to do right No, that's not that's not what he said. He sent them on mission, you know, two by two. And um, he it was a lifestyle. And, and when they would go and do great things happen. Come on. And when and and last last I know because y'all know I'll be in my scripture all day. But in Acts. When they came together and they remained on mission and they, um, you know, sold what they had Mm -hmm. and they used it for the upbuilding of the kingdom of God. And they all came together and they continue. And it said that those that were added to the kingdom were in the thousands again. I think it was either three or five. It was somewhere in there than the thousands. I'm gonna have to go back because now I got to refresh my memory. But that they there were many souls added to the kingdom when they when they came together with a mind on mission, not just maintaining, 
not just sitting in a pew every um, Sunday, being fed and then taking it and not doing anything with it. And which to me, that goes back to the whole David and Goliath scenario where, you know, you're not moving forward because you're not taking that and doing anything with it. You're not taking that and training up the next believer. You're not um, you're, you're not doing that. And so then the kingdom is not advancing like it should. But when we remain on mission and then to do it together, what 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 could, what change could be made in this world? Transformation, transformation of lives and communities, which is why we're here. <laughs> All righty. So I don't know. Okay, I think that for me. That. Does it that gives that I, I have some things that I've gleaned um, that I'm gonna go back and uh, and and focus on and 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 um, keep myself in a in a mind of mission. I'm excited that you guys are getting ready to go on yes, mission. Yes. Um. But we can't let the mission stop here while you guys no. are away either. So, um, we'll definitely be praying for you guys. We will bring the mission home. And um, we uh, will continue to be on mission and mission-minded. But um, one of the things I did glean from this in um, is that those that I have the opportunity to influence, how am I then bringing them alone, along right. to be able to then, um, you know, bring somebody else along behind them That's as right. well. That's and how, how are we multiplying? Yeah. How are we, um, how are we um, adding to the kingdom yeah. in that sense? I mean, so. it looked like a lot of missed opportunities as I was like doing my own <laughs> mental replay. But for everyone, I was thankful that, you know, from that, this is now how I know to go forward. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's the way God always corrects us is mm-hmm. that he doesn't leave us desolate and down, but he encourages us that we can go forward and go. We, yeah. What to do we the do? Next level. That's right. Yeah. So, don't just be hearers of the word, but be doers. Right. Doers. So now armed with this information, you know, what do we do? Don't stay still, Come on. you know, but take it and, 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 and try to be better. Try to move to the next level. Um, try to um, try to, to to be better in your calling. Be better in your gifting. Be better for someone else, and then be able to teach it and train mm-hmm. someone else behind you. Um, so remain on a mission. Yes. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, um, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you for this opportunity to um, be in your presence and to be taught and be at your feet, Father. We are so grateful. We thank you for um, the word that you had given Kay. We thank you, Lord, that um, she was obedient, Father, and you were able to speak um, through her, Father God. And so we are so grateful, and we say thank you. Thank you. you. Lord, we just pray over our missionaries that will be going out um, in the next couple weeks, Father. And we pray that you would bless, Father, that you would, through them, add to your kingdom, Father. That you would begin to prepare their hearts and minds and allow us to continue to pray and prepare for them to go as well, Father. And so, Lord, we just pray that um, you bless the work of their hands. You bless the people that they go to serve. You bless them, Father, because we know that on mission... 
we glean so much and we are blessed so much as well. So, Father, we say thank you. Lord, we pray for safety. We pray, we pray just for um mighty works father god we pray for many souls to to be saved father god we thank you for this word today we thank you lord um that we are to be reminded to have a heart and a mind of mission father god and not maintenance lord let this word remain active in us we thank you lord we thank you lord we thank you lord for this time today lord bless those that were able to hear this word and let it uh to, to work in their hearts as well father we lift you up and we love you and we thank you in jesus name we jesus. pray amen all righty guys well until next time be blessed be on mission